What is up, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the All-American Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carr, here bringing you guys an episode of Car Talks, and today I will be reacting to all the latest storylines and news and uh, all the games from the NFL, uh, specifically in Week 7 as we approach Week 8's trade deadline, uh, the latest news from around the league and all of that. Unfortunately, uh, despite the great slate of games yesterday, and um, you know Sunday, even Thursday night. Last night was not so great for my New England Patriots um, with the loss, embarrassing loss to the Chicago Bears. We'll be going over all that and the Patriots quarterback situation. Speaking of quarterback situations, we're going to talk about the Colts' decision to bench Matt Ryan and start uh, rookie quarterback Sam Ellinger. Uh, we're also going to talk about the latest news on Brace Hall and his injury for the New York Jets, which resulted in a trade that sent Jane Ro- James Robinson from the Jaguars to the Jets. Aftermath of all that, alongside with trades and uh, possible future trades for the Carolina Panthers as they continue their rebuild. Latest buzz on what's going on inside their front office and the organization and what they plan to do coming up next. So welcome, guys, to the episode. We're going to jump right in here and start with uh, my reaction to yesterday's game with the New England Patriots and the Chicago Bears um, on Card Talks here. So, obviously, yesterday, embarrassing loss to the Patriots. And meanwhile, I mean, this is the team I'm focused on, but also the Chicago Bears, I thought, played great yesterday. Justin Fields, I won't say he totally proved me wrong, but yesterday he played out of his mind. Um, the sharpest, I think, they've ever looked versus a team I thought would absolutely expose them. Um, but I thought the Bears looked really solid. Um, you know, their ground game looked really good. Justin Fields used his legs finally, but also delivered some really crisp passes in there. Um, so props to the Chicago Bears, first of all, because they lit up our defense. Um, and on the flip side, Patriots offense could not really get going. And, you know, you could say the quarterbacks are the main problem, whatever. A lot of problems within this offense right now. First of all, um, you look at Bill Belichick and Matt Patricia, two guys that have always been defensive defensive minded coaches and they are leading this offense uh belichick obviously i can't really complain with him he is the greatest coach of all time in my opinion um which may sound a little biased yeah whatever but i mean he's won six super bowls yes with the help of tom brady but he has been um, a fantastic coach successful you can't really question him at this point in his career you know despite however his team finishes uh matt patricia is the main one that i have a problem with uh, I just don't get it because he has been a defensive head coach um, for really all his NFL tenure. Um, you know, we saw him as a defensive coordinator for the Patriots for a while. They were successful under him, won Super Bowls, anchored a strong defense, moves on, gets promoted in Detroit to become their head coach, where he was pretty unsuccessful, you know, to say the least. Um, but still, you know, in Detroit, you're not going to have a great defense. No, it's, it's the Detroit Lions. You just didn't have the right guys there. Blame it on him, whatever. Offensively, then, after he gets fired from Detroit, he just moves over and suddenly becomes the Patriots play caller. Just like that. Snap of a finger. Which I don't understand at all. Um, that's not the main issue, though. That's a different story for another day. My main problem is with uh, Bill Belichick's handling in the quarterback situation. Uh, first of all, I don't understand why you pull 
why you even start Mac Jones in the first place? Sorry, by, guys, by the way, guys. I have a little bit of a cold, so my voice is not up to par. Um, but I don't understand why you're starting Mac Jones in the first place if you're going to pull him that early. The guy throws one pick and, you know, about six passes, and then you pull him early early in the game and then put in the rookie Bailey Zappi. Which I have no problem with, but, you know, Jones did not look 100% fully healthy, which is a problem, and I, I am a Mac Jones in favor of him starting next week versus the New York Jets, um, but that's very, very strictly and only if he is uh, 100% healthy because that's my main concern right now. I, I, you know, if you're questioning his health, that's one thing, but they were questioning his ability, taking him out that early, and that just made no sense as to why you would start him in the first place if, you, if it's that short of a lease. I said... Uh, I was a fan of Mac Jones with a short leash, I think, for that game. Expecting him to be fully healthy. Might not have been. Um, but that short is just ridiculous. And I liked how Colin Coward put it on his show with the Volume Sports. He said Bill Belichick was basically coaching like a, like a sports talk radio analyst. The daily guys that get, you know, and it isn't really their fault. But they get impatient because they're talking about the same team every day. And what's wrong with it and what issues they have to fix. But he was coaching like a sports radio talk host. And, you know, you're getting at one pick, frustrated, throwing the backup, throwing the young kid. I don't get that. Um, I, I think they need patience in that game. And, by the way, may I point out, my main problem with Bailey Zapp is he's a fantastic quarterback. I actually think he has a future in this league, for sure. Not questioning his ability. It's just people overhyped the two defense. I mean, he faced two bottom five defenses. Uh, where he went 2-0 as a starter. Um, I think the Green Bay game, I think Mac Jones is winning that. It was a very winnable game that he had to finish. Um, and not to say it was his fault. I mean, Bailey Zapp has done a fantastic job for a third-round pick out of Western Kentucky. Um, you know, more than whatever anyone could expect. But uh, Mac Jones at that point, you know, should have been the surefire starter. I still think he should be the surefire starter going forward just because you can't really have a fully open playbook with Bailey Zapp. That's one problem. The fact that he won versus two bottom three defenses, and that is being, I think, um, very overlooked. And also, he didn't even play that well in the game last night, and I think that was pretty easy to point out, but the two touchdown drives were not great from him on his part. They were good. They were solid. He was impressive, made some really good throws, but the one to Parker was double coverage, and that was a good throw for sure, but it was forcing it a little bit. It was mainly just a great, you know, go up and grab it catch by an aggressive guy, Devontae Parker. But, you know, he was not slinging it um, significantly better than Mac Jones where, you know, you really have an advantage. Um, and I thought Mac Jones probably would have done better finishing off that game from where he started, um, even though it was ugly. The interception wasn't totally um, – actually, I mean, it, it kind of was. I, I kind of contradicting myself but it wasn't it wasn't a great throw it wasn't a terrible throw either um but he didn't Bailey's out to me didn't play that well especially towards the end of the game the turnovers became a real issue he does not look as comfortable as Mac Jones does in this offense specifically in the pocket he kind of panics late even when there's not a lot of pressure when he's not going to throw off quickly he forces it he run you know runs away and just makes bad throws so I'm going Mac Jones next week as the starter he was a fantastic player for you last season. May I point out, he was inside the NFL Top 100 players last season. Um, he had a fantastic rookie year. He's more comfortable in this offense. I still think you keep a 
pretty relatively short leash on him. Fine with that. Um, but And I don't hate the idea of mixing them in, in into games. I know it worked out terribly last night, but have a more, you know, smoother mix-in. You know, one guy here, one guy here. I know that can be confusing for receivers, and I'm, I'm just kind of throwing that out there. I would not go that route uh, down that avenue as a coach. Um, but I don't hate the idea, you know, getting a short leash. You have two very similar and talented young quarterbacks. Um, I, you know, ideally you'll have uh, one clear winner, which is Mac Jones. But, hey, Bailey Zapp is not going to just go away. I think he's a talented kid. So I think you have to manage that um, better. I, I, you know, it's tough to say because we really only see a small sample size from Mac back. And still, we only see a very small sample size of Bailey Zapp. He doesn't throw the ball a ton. I'll talk about this more as the weeks progress. But next week, I'm in favor of starting Mac Jones and going all in on him. I believe he's the better player. I believe he gives you a better shot to win. And it was hard to see him on the sidelines as a Patriots fan. Um, but props to him. He handled it like a real professional getting taken out of the game. We saw that with DJ Ugalele and Clemson. But he was he was all in on, on Zappi. And he was really, um, you know, giving him, giving him high fives on the sideline and all that. Um, so props to Mac Jones. But I'm, I'm definitely in favor of starting him versus the Jets um, if fully healthy. But he needs to be 100% healthy. Because if you have any small issue, throw in the kid, Bailey's out. I, th- I say the kid, but they're really two kids, by the way. Speaking of throwing in the kid, the next segment I have is on Matt Ryan and the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, so Matt Ryan was benched um, just yesterday, uh, they said, by Frank Reich, the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And this seems like a desperation move to me out of the Colts. Matt Ryan not working. I get it. It was probably a bad move, and a lot of teams... Uh, this is backfired. We saw it with Stafford, Rams going all in on an older quarterback who's been talented somewhere else, but not uber successful. It's the same with Russell Wilson. It's backfired mainly because of the the coaching, but also Russell Wilson a little bit. You know, not to just blame it all on everything else. It has been Russell Wilson's fault. Matt Ryan here, I think it's been a little combination of both. But everything I've heard from inside the organization, I know it hasn't played out well on the field. Everything I've heard is that these two have the best relationship ever. Frank Reich and Matt Ryan, they understand each other. Matt Ryan, we've seen videos of him leading this team. Fierce leader. This guy's won an MVP. He's been in the Super Bowl. He's been through it all. Sure, he hasn't had a great start to the season. But there have been injuries. We haven't seen Jonathan Taylor healthy. Um, you know, We haven't even seen Naeem Hines, the backup, healthy. There's been some defensive issues. And the offensive line has been atrocious there. That's supposed to be the strength of your team. You build it through the run, which builds through the offensive line. That opens up your pass game. That hasn't happened. And you can't just blame it on quarterbacks. It's been the common theme. Teams are very impatient now with their quarterbacks, especially Jeremy Ursay. I get it. Hasn't seen a lot of success recently. And they've been down this road before. It's been a common theme with teams like the Colts and the Commanders and the Browns. They just go through a carousel of quarterbacks, and you're desperate to find the right one. Now, I could be wrong if Sam Ellinger balls out. Well, congratulations, coaching staff, front office. It looks like you've kept your job for a little bit longer. Otherwise, this is a bad decision. It's going to be an awkward uh, transition back to Matt Ryan as the starter in a week or two. I think as an older veteran guy, you're leading this team. The Colts, yeah, they messed up to start the season, but best chance of winning, I think you go going Matt Ryan. And it's without seeing a lot of Sam Ellinger, sure, but I watch him at the college level. I'm seeing him at the preseason. He's yet to take a regular season snap. But 
it would surprise me if this kid clearly um, sets himself apart from a guy like Matt Ryan and elevates the Colts offense. I think they run smoother when they have everyone in the running back room healthy. Their offensive line is back to what it used to be at least like a year ago. I mean, it was great. It was fantastic a year ago. They paved the way for Jonathan Taylor's great season. They kept Carson Wentz relatively healthy and with time, you know, they have a solid growing receiver in Michael Pittman. The rookie, Alec Pierce, is surprising people. Matt Ryan could deliver those passes. Now I get it. You have an exciting rookie on the bench and, you know, you're turning to him. But I don't know. I, they must have seen something in practice. Maybe there's something I don't know. But I'm not a huge fan of that decision. But, hey, if they really are giving up in the season and their jobs are you know, in question, maybe, like I said, you know, that's a front office move that maybe I just don't understand, but if it were me, I'm going Matt Ryan, uh, the rest of the way, I just think he's too established of an NFL quarterback, and I I still see a lot of promise in him, I mean, he threw the ball 58 times, um, you know, just two weeks ago, and looked actually pretty sharp in that game, he's gotten some gutsy wins, these have been close games too, Um, I know the offense doesn't look great, but I don't love that move. Uh, next is the James Robinson trade, and that's a move I actually do love, and kind of for both teams. So, on one hand, uh, you know, the Jets obviously are getting a great end of the deal. They scored a very, very good running back um, for, you know, just... Uh, I'm sorry, there's a car ahead of me right now. Uh, but you score a great running back, talented running back, I think, who's been underutilized by the Jags at least this season. For only a sixth-round pick, it is a fifth round if James Robinson tops a certain yards amount this season, which probably will happen because um, I think he'll be – I think the one thing about this trade is people are over, overhyping Robinson a little bit. He is still dealing with a lot of injury issues. He doesn't look, you know, the exact same as last year um, before the torn Achilles in his rookie year uh, for sure. I still, I still think there is talent. I think he shows a lot of promise. He could be, you know, your top running back. But I think you have a talented guy in Michael Carter who's been kind of thrown away. Um, But I still believe in him, Uh, Michael Carter. I do. I don't think it's going to be a clear lead of the backfield for James Robinson. I think this is going to be more of a committee. Um, But the Jets do a great job of replacing a guy like Brees Hall because Robinson's likely going to be gone after this season. And you can look at that as a positive on the Jags side. Now you're really looking and seeing Travis Etienne is the real deal build up um, his former connection with, you know, Trevor Lawrence at Clemson, <coughs> excuse me, um, but, you know, Trevor, or Travis Etienne, rather, has, you know, shown he's pretty capable of leading a backfield all by himself, and, um, you know, Jermichael Hasty has came in on a few occasions and done great things, so I think him as an RB2 in Jacksonville um, can be solid, by the way, but you're fi- figuring out if Etienne is the real deal, first of all, which I, even if he's not, he's a very talented running back who can do it all. Um, he's been great this season. He does deserve a little bit more opportunity, and I like that he is finally getting that. Same thing with James Robinson, though. He's getting more opportunity now. You'd love to see that uh, in New York, and I, I think for a team that's really you know wanting to contend this year and compete, James Robinson's still a pretty young guy. I like that move. I like that move a lot. Uh, Joe Douglas is, you know, really an active general manager, you know, proactive, making, uh, you know, finding solutions really quick and, you know, fixing fixing the holes in this roster to get where it needs to be and uh, keep, you know, the same, you know, kind of motif as a young competitive and, 
you know, kind of scrappy team. I like it. I like the move. Yeah, James Robinson. On the flip side, Travis Etienne. Uh, you know, his value goes up in fantasy. I like it. It's just a simple, simple trade um, that, you know, pretty much works out for both sides. Um, because it, it was clear that, you know, the Jaguars last season, especially with Urban Meyer, did not use James Robinson the way he probably should have been. Dealt with an injury. Was brought in. Actually had a great start to the season. The Jaguars, nice nice job of boosting his trade value. And then carries and performance kind of gradually went down at this point. Or, yeah, a very tough week. Um, did not even see a single carry and only saw one target. Doug Peterson said that might have been injury-related. We're not sure. Either way, I think he's in a better spot now. I think the Jaguars are in, um, you know, about the same spot. James Robinson is not a huge piece of their offense towards the winding stages of the Simon Jacksonville. And I like that they're paving the way for the young guy. Um, so, yeah, I think that works out for both teams. Simple trade, but nice replacement for Brees Hall. But best wishes to him. He suffered an ACL tear on Sunday. So my prayers go up to the young man, Brees Hall. Hopefully he's okay. I think that'll be a nice split backfield, though. Nice committee in uh, in New York that will help elevate that offense. Expect a lot out of James Robinson. I expect to see some flashes of his former self um, in in a Jets uniform. Uh, the last thing on the agenda that I have is um, is the whole Carolina Panthers situation. So right now, I mean, the Carolina Panthers reportedly rejected uh, two first round picks from a NFL team undisclose the team which you know would be a lot more important uh because then we would know you know the value of the picks in the first round it's tough to gauge um you know when we don't know the team but nonetheless two first round picks were offered for brian burns and panthers rejected it pretty much without hesitation they said that they wanted a, they traded away christian mccaffrey of course i talked a little bit about that he's now in the 49ers they got second third fourth and fifth round picks um, this year, except the fifth round pick is actually next year's. Um, but anyways, the rest, and actually I like how they did it because the rest of this rebuild looks like they're probably not going to do anything with the quarterbacks. They've named PJ Walker, the starter for now. <coughs> um, and they're keeping the core of, this is what they said, DJ Moore, Brian Burns, JC Horn, um, I believe Derek Brown. I don't know if they said anything about Shaq Thompson because he'd be an interesting candidate. I wouldn't hate them giving away Thompson. I think this is a lost cause for the Panthers this season, even though they just obliterated the box. Um, but I think Thompson is an aging middle linebacker, very talented. You're selling him at his peak right now. Go ahead. And uh, I think there's a team that can turn it around really quickly. I like their pieces. I talked about it. If you haven't listened, go listen to the Christian McCaffrey trade episode. I really talk about the Panthers and go all in on what they should do in the rebuild. And now they're kind of doing it. But two first-round picks for Brian Burns, it's tough to reject. If I was David Tepper in that front office for the Panthers, I would probably take that. Now, there is missing information, though. We don't know what team offered the picks. So, I mean, it, it could have been a team like, you know, the L.A. Rams, where you're obviously not getting anywhere near the top of the first round. Or not even the Rams. I mean, a better example is a team like the Eagles this season. Um, you know, so we don't fully know that. So I think I'm probably judging a little bit too early. Um, because if it, if it is that, like, the Eagles... <coughs> Two first-round picks uh, this year and next year. 
Yeah, I'm probably not going to take that for a guy like Brian Burns. But most other teams, two first-round picks is really hard um, to walk away from. Even for a guy like Brian Burns, I think he's kind of missing, you know, an element of, like, power in his game that would really put him to the top tier of edge rushers. I still think he's a great young edge rusher that has potential, but two first-round picks is extremely valuable. (coughs) Sorry, forgive me. I have a cold right now. Um... But I like that they're keeping this young core together and getting DJ Moore is valuable. Once they figure out the quarterback, this team can really get up to full strength. So that's why I don't hate keeping on to a guy like Brian Burns. You're keeping the young core, kind of dishing a guy like McCaffrey, who's very highly regarded. Um, but getting older and aging as a running back, which would give a short window as you're in your prime as, as a running back in this league. And I, I like that they're keeping the core together. Two first-round picks is tough, but I'm doing a lot of speculation here. Um, just based on my, you know my own thing, but once they figure out the quarterback, I think the Carolina Panthers will be in a, a much better spot. As I said, this division is wide open, um, but if I'm a general manager, I'm likely taking two first-round picks for uh, for Brian Burns. That was uh, that probably should have gone through as a deal because then you have two more shots at a guy like him. By the way, which they got you know in the mid late first round a few years ago. Um, anyways, though, that has been the episode of Car Talks here. I was been your host, Chris Carr. Uh, let me know what you guys think of all this NFL news. Send me your questions, comments, everything. Um, and I will see you guys in the next episode. But for now, peace.